Hello and welcome to Weird Spawn. We talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello, Bobby. Glad to be doing another episode. And on today's episode, you may wonder or remember when we talked about underrated anime. Now we're going to be talking about overrated anime. And as always, spoilers ahead. Yeah, so anime is a very popular medium with millions of viewers, thousands of unique titles, and many streaming services that broadcast and distribute. The anime industry has been continuing to increase over the years, and in 2019, the industry reached over $24 billion. With this surge, it's only natural that some of these shows are far more popular than others. Globally, the top three highest grossing films, anime films, are Spirited Away, Demon Slayer Mugen, uh, Demon Slayer Mugen Train, and Your Name. And for good reason. They're very popular because they are obviously um, well-made and have great plot points and story. But similarly, there are anime series out there that receive great praise and are extremely popular. And we want to focus on those, but we want to focus on the ones that are extremely popular and explain why we actually think they're overrated and don't deserve the limelight that they receive. So we're going to focus on that and hopefully offend a few people. <laughs> and like always, this is very opinion-based. So depending on like what websites or lists you look up, obviously there's going to be some fluctuation on what people are considering the most popular anime. But kind of a general consensus or more of a foundation so you guys know where we're coming from. If you talk to anyone that's into anime, everyone knows like the more popular ones people include are like Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto, Pokemon, Full Metal Alchemist, Death Note, etc. All those ones kind of like the big name ones. And then you have some more the more recent ones that start to push the classics a little out of the way and maybe are coming up and rising. Those being like Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, Dr. So Stone, Sword Art Online, My Hero. And there's just a lot more that are kind of getting added to the list as more and more come out. So that's more of a reference of where we're coming from. Yeah, and a few of those on the list I know that I have personally chosen as some of the overrated anime of today. And... I just, we want to tell you what we dislike about them and why we think they're overrated. And I don't know about you, Bobby, but I'm really like actually hoping to offend some people with our, with my unpopular opinions, just because I think it's going to be fun. And there, there are a few points on my list already that I know are going to be pretty petty, but I'm only human and everyone's allowed to have a little pettiness once in a while. So... I guess uh, we'll see where that gets us. But I'll let you start off the list. Make sure people hate you first before they hate me. <laughs> and just because it's on this list doesn't mean we don't enjoy the anime. Because I pick pretty much all the anime on this list I like. And that's why I know it's overrated. Because I tend to like some of the basic shonen jump stuff. 
I don't know what you want to call it, but anyways, going off for my number one choice. Actually, hold on. I, I do I do want to quickly say, like you said, just, we do enjoy most of these shows, and that's why we chose them. But also, we don't want to actually like say that your opinion on a show is bad. So if you like one of these shows, I have nothing against you, and I find it great that you find enjoyment out of some of these shows, even one of them. I don't really like all that much. He's lying. And it doesn't mean that it's a bad show in general. We just personally don't prefer it. So I don't want to, I, I do want to offend you guys, but I don't want to actually like attack you guys. <laughs> just wanted that to be a disclaimer. <laughs> and a lot of these, there's a few that we've already had some podcasts about, or we are planning for future podcasts. So that should also let you know that even though we think it's overrated, doesn't mean we don't find enjoyment out of it. <laughs> so going off of that, my number one choice has ha- has got to be Pokemon. Now, anyone who knows me knows I am an absolute huge Pokemon fan, especially when it comes to the games. But you cannot sit there and argue with me that it is not an overrated anime. I think one of the main problems, and this will be maybe a common occurrence for a lot of them, is that it's just gone on forever. Actually, talking about Pokemon, it is just past its 1,000th episode in November of last year in 2020. And I think, obviously, one of the main reasons why it's so popular, it has definitely got to be when the games come on, come out alongside of it. Typically, the anime will come out, like, a little later after the games have been announced. But one of the reasons I feel it is that I think the first couple seasons were good. And that's not just coming... I'm not, like, some Gen one or that a lot of people think I am because that's obviously I was born in 95. So that's when the huge boom of popularity was for Pokemon. But I'm also a film student. And so whenever you pitch an idea for like a TV series, the rule of thumb is you pitch for at least three seasons because no company is going to want to spend money on something that would only be one season long because that they're not going to make that much money if it's only one season. So they want to know that even if you have one season concrete done, they want to know that you can expand it a couple seasons depending on popularity. So if you actually look at the first few seasons, I think they actually started to have like their own little storyline. And that's why a lot of people compare Ash to Red and like how they're like different. It's because they pretty much are they kind of do their own little storyline while basing it off of the games and manga but it's kind of their own little spiel on how they do it and i feel they wouldn't know obviously how popular pokemon was going to be from just the first season and the first set of games and so once the popularity just went and by like season two or three that's when pokemon was at like it's peak performance and so because of that it became it's that also became it's like a double-edged sword because now it's become so oversaturated that everyone just is kind of like oh i know what's going to happen ash or gang is going to do something midway through team rocket's going to come 
And then the end of the episode is them like beating Team Rocket and so on and so forth. And it's just become very predictable. Now, maybe because I'm also older that I know these things. So I can already tell exactly how this episode is going to play out by like the first five minutes. But just with its... The formula has never, almost never changed over these thousand episodes. And then you obviously have the nostalgia value. Because, like I said, I will still, like, watch a few episodes every now and then. Just to see, like, how it's going. And, like, see what they did. Just more because of the nostalgia. Because I'm like, oh, or I played the game. I kind of want to see what it's like in anime version now. Or... It was a big part of my childhood, so, like, every now and then I want to support it. So, it's, like, those factors just kind of give it way more hype than it is. Because if you look at it just as an anime, if you didn't... If it was not a game or anything and you just saw this anime, it would not have gotten this much hype. In fact, I don't think it would have lasted this long. So, one, I completely agree. This was one that I was a little bit iffy I'm putting on my list just because it's not the most overrated that I would choose but I absolutely agree that it is overrated I did not know that they had over 1000 episodes that is insane and yeah it might be because I play like so much Pokemon and stuff I get some like Pokemon ads and everything every now and then and one of the the thing oh I think actually I because I follow Crunchyroll on Instagram or something Something I follow on Pokemon, maybe because I'm on Twitch as well, I follow the Pokemon official channel, but some ad came up about it being in like the top list of longest running anime ever because they hit the 1000 club. And I gotta say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rebuttal your predictability one there. Um, Was it predictable that Ash actually won a Justice League or Justice League? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what was, gosh, um, Pokemon, Pokemon League. League, that he won the Justice League, yeah, he single-handedly 15-year-old beat Superman. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best, oh, man. oh my god, Oops. okay, well, I don't, okay, no, I'm not gonna say that, because I know we have a Pokemon set podcast, and I have so much to discuss about that, so I won't go into depth here. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree, though. It's the Justice League just would have wiped the floor with them. <laughs> but, yeah, it's extremely predictable, and it's just gone on for too long. I don't, I don't know. It's just, there is, like you said, the, the first couple of seasons, enjoyable, entertaining, fresh, new, and it's just a cool world. And then the next one comes out, and the next, and the next, and it's just like, are we going to put this guy to rest yet? So going off of your Pokemon with a thousand episodes, I'm going to talk about another show that uh, is kind of lengthy. So my number one overrated anime choice is One Piece, which, if I'm not mistaken, Bobby, is your favorite or one of your favorite animes? It's it's not my favorite, but yeah, it's definitely in like my top five. <sighs> okay, so where to even start with this one? I guess I'll start off with a little fact. So, One Piece, as of recording this episode, there may be another on the day of posting, 
I'm not 100% sure. Uh, there are uh, 1,001 chapters of the manga, and there are 961 episodes to the anime. And I think that makes my point. Your move, Bobby. Okay, but I will give them props for the lack of fillers to canon episodes. From what I found, the ratio is about 10% filler to full show, to canon episodes, which means they only have like 100 filler episodes, which is very impressive when comparing it to something like Naruto. With a show that large, it's really hard not to create filler content. But I think that the that means that this show progresses very slowly. Obviously, I'm not an avid One Piece watcher, so I can't say what's for certain. But with a show like this who has a continuous release without like season breaks, it's going to eventually lead down the path of drawing out the episodes, making them longer than they need to be so you don't catch up to manga material. And I think that's probably one big downfall of older animes now and why I think a lot of them are overrated because we are getting this era of anime that are taking seasonal breaks, giving us time, whether it be a year or a year and a half or whatever it is, to gain manga content. And with a show that is as long running as One Piece, I think they need to get with the modern times. You can't start in 1998 with the old formula and be in 2020 with that same old formula. I think they need to move on to a seasonal show so they can speed up with the plot points and the fights and everything. Just because no one, I feel like no one really wants to watch that anymore. No one wants to see these drawn out arguments that result in fights ending and people just want the action. And I think that's why One Piece is kind of on the list of things I won't watch because it's so long and so drawn out. No, it's 100% so hard to get into nowadays for pretty much every reason you listed. One thing, my little rebuttal to that is about the whole changing. I think it would be really hard because it's been around for so long that if they just changed it, those like lifetime fans you've already had, if you just changed it so much and actually took breaks and everything, that might piss off a lot of your long-standing fans, which are probably your main fan base right now because of how large episode content this is. You're probably not getting that many new people. So if you just all of a sudden change it and you lose that main source, you're going to lose a lot of people from that. My rebuttal and... for that... Um, my rebuttal for that specific thing is I would disagree that you would lose them because these people are a thousand episodes deep. I don't think a one year gap is going to stop them from being like, you know, I'm dedicated. I've de dedicated 20 years into this or a thousand episodes into this. I'm going to stop watching now because they have a year break. I think it would not be accepted. Well, they wouldn't care for the gap. But I think they could easily adjust and they won't give up on a show just because of that. They're too committed to it. Yeah, that's kind of the reason why I I can't stop watching because I'm on 920-something episode. And like for me, it feels like I've already come this far 
if I stopped now, what was the point of watching 900 episodes of this? <laughs> right. And so I'm more caught in the thing where I'm just like, I, I'll keep watching it because, God, do fight, some fight scenes last forever. And I think the worst part is, is they'll, so typically in an anime, whenever like the fight starts or like when the fight ends, they usually will have, like, it would, like in Naruto, when the tuning exams, it was like Lee vs. Gara. Like that was what the episode was called. And so you knew who was fighting. You knew the whole episode was going to be about this fight. But One Piece is not like that. They were put two characters fighting, and then they'll fight for about half the episode. But then the thing with One Piece that is kind of cool, but it's also the reason why fights take so longer, is they have they will always have multiple fights going on at the same time. And so you'll see one fight, pretty much whoever's name's on that episode is the main highlight of that fight. And then before that fight can finish, they'll go and go to another fight. And basically that fight won't end until the point where the only reason why it would end is because all his crew is there and he can finally finish that fight and meet up with his crew because they're all separated at this point. So it's like they drag on the fight so long just so the fact that basically the main character, Luffy, whenever he finishes his fight, all his crew is right there. If they get separated, it's like he's just prolonging the fight for whatever reason to like finish, which can get really annoying <laughs> when it's like they have some good fights. Like their action sequence is really good, but then all of a sudden they'll just stop and then you won't see that fight for like five episodes and you're like, what is going on? Go back to this fight. Like, I don't give a shit about this fight. I want to know this fight. Yeah, that would annoy me. Because, like, doing multiple fights can be done really well. Because you, some anime are really good at keeping your attention to both of them. But, like you said, if you're waiting, like, a couple episodes before coming back to it, or you're just taking too long, you start to lose interest, or you get annoyed at the fight you're watching because all you want to see is the other one. Yeah. And that's how it went for some... Some fights, because there's a few characters, even after watching for so long, I'm just like, eh, I, I could care less about your fight. Like, I got, like, three main people I want to see fight, and when they're in fights, I'm like, alright, go back to them. Yeah. Um, so, since you brought up the characters, that's one, another thing why I think it's overrated. Um, this is where my pettiness comes in. I just don't care for the characters or the plot. It's just not something that hooks me and draws me in. So I don't really see why people enjoy it so much. So from that, it kind of just seems too cheesy. The main character is a corny person. I don't know. He just is very aloof and I don't really like him all that much. So I don't really give it a chance and I never will because it's almost 1000 fucking episodes and it's still going on. It's like, just move on already. Like, I don't get it. And uh, yeah, that's why I dislike One Piece. <laughs> yeah, there's. I'll be honest. There's probably not much character development until like the first hundred episodes. Once they actually have like the main crew, and then that's when they actually are like, oh, now that we got the main people, of the show. Now let's actually give them a personality. But alas, my next overrated one is of course Naruto. 
And this pretty much has a lot of the same problems that Pokemon did. So the fact that nostalgia plays a huge role and why it's so popular, the fact that Shampoodin, the next installment of the series, has gotten huge praise, but this is more talking just about like the original Naruto. And I know I've said this anime is this, is the anime that pretty much started it all for me. If you include like po exclude Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh that almost every kid watched when they were younger, but that doesn't mean that it's not overhyped by any means. For one, Naruto is plagued with filler episodes that even the fan base complains about. Now, I'm not saying that doesn't mean people leave, but if your entire fan base complains about fillers, then there may be something you need to look into there. Now, that could be because of the manga not being released and they wanted to stay with it. They wanted to go their own directions with a side story. Who knows? But it's just like sometimes out of nowhere, uh, a filler can happen in the middle of like something important going on. And especially if you were like a kid watching it, waiting for a release every week, all of a sudden there could be like some intense fight and then one episode this next episode that you're waiting on for to see like the climax to conclusion is now just flashbacks of how he how this character got to where he was and it's like well that's all nice that we learn like learn all this stuff but if you're waiting for a show every week and you got to the climax of the fight and then you just like hold on Let's not finish this fight. What if? Now stay with me. What if we put a flashback and prolonged it? Yeah. Oh my like, god. Why? Yeah, I just have to say, I'm pretty sure when I was watching, I mean, the flashbacks even happen in Shippuden. That Naruto's infinite, infamously notorious for their flashbacks, and I'm pretty sure in the end of Naruto, towards the end, Shippuden fight scenes. There are times where you'll have a flashback one episode, and then the next episode, you'll have the same exact flashback. And it's like, we get it. We get it. Naruto was a very sad child. We don't need <laughs> to see this again. God. And like you said, the fillers are insane. I'm pretty sure the last canon arc of Naruto before we move on to Shippuden is like 100 episodes before the actual end of Naruto. So it's insane the amount of filler before they wrap it up and move on to Shippuden. Absolutely insane. And yeah, and being like the first installment or the beginning, obviously they wanted to put like a lot of exposition into it, which was nice at the beginning because you got introduced to so many like of these unique characters and like the little quirks and stuff of like how like their strengths and weaknesses of all these different people they like took the time to like tell you about each person and then like even in the tuning exams they took the time to show like showcase all their skills obviously there was a few that you knew wasn't going to stay like the sound ninja that you never really saw any showtime for but then it it was like they had all this like great characters that they could easily develop on and then they're just like 
So you see all these people? Like, yeah, are we going to learn more? They're like, no, but later on when they actually do something, now you know where they came from. And it's like, huh? Because a lot of these people, all of a sudden, you won't see anything until their skill set is necessary for the plot. And then it's like they only introduce them here. So that way when they come in and do something, you're like, oh yeah, he can do that. I remember way back a thousand episodes ago when they actually showed him. And it was just like, you had so much potential to like use all these different characters that you showed. But then you have, they just like focus on Team 7, which I understand the, the name of the anime is Naruto. And obviously you would want primarily to focus on those three characters and Kakashi because that's their entire team. But then it's like you spent so much time like building these characters up to only showcase a few of them or literally for plot points for when like Naruto would be stuck or something and then all of a sudden it's like I don't know, someone that has a specific skill set set is needed, and they're like, oh, the, they come running to the rescue, and it's like... Yeah. So you guys literally made these characters for plot armor. Yeah, I completely... And I think that's a it's waste. It's so frustrating, because like you said, there are so many really cool characters of this show, and then come Shippuden, they kind of just vanish, and then sometimes they'll appear and be like, hey, I'm here, oh shit. I was used as armor, and now I'm dead. Although, some of the characters that died I don't really care about, so I don't... <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> off topic, I completely agree. It's just... It, they're really bad at keeping the characters involved, I think. Which wouldn't have been a problem if they just didn't introduce so many and give, like, backstories to so many. Because... I don't. I forget what team number uh, Shikamaru, Choji, and Ino are, but there's like a whole plotline with them and uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting his Asan Asuma. Asuma. I was like, I know, I know it's not Asuna. <laughs> I'm like, that's a girl's name. I know, but I was like, I know it was similar. Asuna or Azuma. Oh Azuma. I don't know why I'm messing. There's like a whole portion that just focus on that entire team but then it's like as you kind of go on shikamaru is like the only one that mm -hmm. like stays for if you don't know for obvious reasons going into like shippuden and all that but it's like okay so and then you have lee neji and ten ten and lee gets quite a bit of showtime neji gets a lot of showtime is uh, again an obvious statement if you know about it but then it's like 1010 she she's renowned as one of the most useless naruto characters and i think that's mostly due to the fact that she's probably out of like the thousand episodes there are of naruto like including shippuden she's probably in maybe 10 of them like you see her in the tuning exams and that's pretty much it Besides, like, flashbacks. And she, I think she has a pretty unique set where her whole thing is, like, using all ninja weapons. Like, she's probably one of the, if you think of ninja as, like, what we know as ninja, 
she's probably the most embodiment of ninja actually using like ninja tools and everything and she just had like i wish they could have gone off of that and like i would have loved to see some like cool ninjutsu or genjutsu or something that dealed with all these weapons but she literally would just come in use your scrolls get her weapons deflected and lose that was like her plot point and it sucks yeah there's a definitely a lot of lost potential in naruto i think that was a good pick for an overrated <sighs> lots of lost potential speaking of lost potential actually i I'm not even going to say speaking of lost potential. I just, there's just a lot in this next one that I'm going to say that I just don't. Uh, okay. My next one is sword art online where I did enjoy the first season. I'm not going to lie. I did enjoy it. There was a lot of things I didn't enjoy though. And honestly, I'm not a big fan of video game anime. Because it's always a kid who gets pulled into some super realistic VR game or something along those lines. And now he has to use his special skills to climb to the top and become the best and save the people to escape or something along those general lines. Yeah, okay, we get it. You're so original, Sword Art. Like, I don't know. That's all that this is. We learned that um, Kirito... I think that's his name, is the only person that can dual-wield some swords, and that just makes him so good, and he's good enough to just basically beat anyone. He's just so special, and now he can win this stupid game that has been trapping people and killing them, and he can go home. The way I see it, like, if you want to be in a fantasy world in anime, just be a fantasy anime. You don't have to try to make it relatable by making it some normal teenager that gets pulled in to a video game. Because Newsflash, it's never relatable. No character in anime is ever relatable to a normal human. So I feel like this whole video game world is just trying to reach for a genre that is easily replaced or easily substituted by another genre. It's not like live action stuff that makes it realistic to some degree like some live action movies like ready player one that was really good i felt like it was a little bit relatable because i'm not despite the future aspects but it's just anime never does this to me so i find it annoying and i just think just become a fantasy anime and it would just be better you could explore a little more with it you don't have to Find the restraints of a video game stuff. I just I find it a little too tedious and annoying. And I know I think you're a fan of video game animes, or are you a fan of? Yeah, I would say so. Well, isekais to yeah, because a lot of isekais are generally from like they were playing a video game, they died in the room, and then they get transported in their video game. That is a pretty cliche version of it, but not it's, but it's not like all isekais are that. There are some where they're just transported into a fantasy world, right? Like um, that's generally the majority of the case, at least for me when it comes to like manga. But when it comes to the actual anime, yeah, majority of the isekais are ones that are from video games. 
Yeah. It's just, I don't know. You probably don't feel the same way that I do. I just, I can't get behind the whole being pulled into video game type stuff. And although this one did make it a little more relatable or not relatable, realistic by making it a device that you are being killed by. Like it just literally is frying your brain. So I made it a little more believable. But I don't I don't know. I just feel like it would just do so much better as just a fantasy anime. And don't even get One me thing. started. Oh. I'm, oh, sorry. I was going to say, don't even get me started on season two when the game changes to a gun game and he uses fucking swords still. He's like, get the fuck out of here. No one's doing that. <laughs> and once he got into the game and started using swords, I'm just like, yeah, I can't, I can't do this. I'm done. And I just gave up on it. That was literally, they only used that for plot purposes. Um, I will say that I understand and I can agree with a lot of the reasons of why like you're so dissatisfied with SAO. And when I saw that, when I saw you chose SAO, I mean, because I even had it on my list too. So I was going to talk about this too. Just because I like an anime, again, doesn't mean I don't think it's overhyped by mm-hmm. any degree the only i have i the only thing i do is i have a few defenses for the anime one is something i don't know about because i watched gun gale online because i'm one of those stupid people that if i see a few episodes i kind of have to finish the season because i need to know how the story ends i'm like that especially when i was into like crime drama shows like csi and all that stuff if i saw the first like 10 minutes i had to finish the episode because i had to know how it happened who did it and why i i'm like plagued with that but anyways i heard now i stopped at gun gale online i haven't i think there's four seasons of sao now i heard alkerization i think is either the newest season or season three almost redeemed sao a lot of people have been talking about how good that season is. I have not seen any of it, so I have no opinion on it. This is more going off of the first two seasons that my idea is from. And I honestly think they sh- the whole first season should have been about Aincrad. They had such good world building on that, and they had such... I think if they expanded that to where they actually went to like the hundred floors it would have been better i think the reason why they cut it off early was maybe they thought it would have been too repetitive of them going to like the different floors and everything but i don't know i feel like there was so much potential in Aincrad in that first arc that you could have done before going on elfheim online which is where a lot of people think is like where it starts going downhill from there. And I think the looking at it from like an outside perspective, everything they did was for plot purposes. And sometimes I think they just didn't do it well is like in order to get Kirito to go back into a uh, what was it called? VR MMO RPG in order to because that was the whole aspect is about the the vr in this anime and the only reason how you could get the main character kirito to get back into vr 
was to basically force him back into it. Because after Aincrad, if his girlfriend, Asuna, wasn't trapped into Elfheim Online, he would have never touched probably another VR game ever. And then in order to do that, now they had to figure out a way to reconnect Kirito and his like sister. And they were like, oh, let's use another VR game. And so that's how you get to Alpine Online. You had to like force them into it. And I think because of that, because it's almost like forcing the audience also to go with it, is why it also got such a like backlash from it, but also why some people enjoy it because now this is very more fantasy-esque than it was with like Ironcrad. And the same deal going with Gungale Online. He's almost forced into it because the there's a person there that is in charge of like cyber crimes now after the SAO incident they created like a whole division and the guy who was talking to Kirito to know because he knew stories about Kirito the savior of Aincrad or whatever it was so he enlists help because apparently someone now in Gungale online is killing people in the virtual world and so it's like almost forced him to go back into it I don't know how I Cratization, alkerization, whatever it is. But I feel the fact that they are literally forcing Kirito to move forward, and it kind of forces you as the audience to move forward as well. And that kind of gives you like an abrasive approach. I suppose. Yeah, there are a few things like with this plot. Like like you said, they got him into Elfheim online. And then they threw in that plot point of his sister and it was just a little too forced for me. And it kind of seemed weird and was unnecessary, but I think that was just a way for them to get more material out of it. I don't really know. Just basically a lot about this show actually annoyed me and I didn't enjoy very much. Um, But I don't want to dive too deep into analyzing this show because we might do an episode on it later. But yeah, so that's basically... I don't know. The show just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, and I feel like it could have been so much better just with a completely different environment rather than a video game. That's mainly what this one comes down to. I think another one why it's popular is because it, like, because you said it's a video game anime, it kind of helps people who aren't into anime kind of get into it because they're like, oh, it's about a video game. Let me try it. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of the yeah. like the tagline. Why it kind of got so popular is because of non-anime watchers are kind of like, oh, wow, this is cool. And kind of actually going off of that mindset, my kind of final pick is High School of the Dead. And if you haven't seen this, again, it's... If you like zombie flicks, I would recommend it because, to be honest, this is nothing short of but your typical zombie flick. Nothing new is really placed in here. It's just a bunch of a group of high schoolers who get caught up in a zombie outbreak at school and are not, now trying to find a safe place to go. All like all of the standard zombie cliches are kind of in there, and so it's like. Okay, so this, you may be wondering, if this is like such a cliche zombie movie or show, why do you think it's so popular? 
two words, fan service. And I'm sure most of you or maybe have heard or seen the gif of a bullet being shot and it going through like two breasts that are swinging. Yeah, that's from this show. And that's not even the surface level of like fan service that gets brought into this. It If you ever seen the gif or the meme of, I think SAO has it quite a bit too, where they're like, don't you find it weird some of the anime camera angles shots? And it's like the girl is talking, but it's showing from the ground up. So you stare like right at her ass. And that is a lot of High School of the Dead. There is a couple episodes where the like main, like a couple girls get drunk, I think, or something like that, and are starting to like hit on the main guy. There's a time where the main guy and another chick get separated from their group, and I think one has to like take a shower or something, but obviously instead of putting like normal clothes on, she's just wearing like an oversized t-shirt. And it's like, for that reason, I'm pretty sure why a lot of people think High School of the Dead is such a great anime because, not to mention, there's a lot of gore, like blood and gore in it. They're not shy of that. And there is some like, not necessarily betrayal, but like the the typical human nature where it's like some people like, oh, we'll be like best friends or whatever, like, um, we can get through this, and then one of them gets caught, and the other one's like, later, bitch, and like that, so stuff like that, it's just like so cut, cookie cutter, zombie, movie, show, whatever purpose, that, I mean, unless you like zombie movies, like whatever, you'll like it, otherwise you'll just think, oh, it's a zombie flick with fan service, that's pretty much all it is and then there's really like no character development now some people may argue oh it's only one season long blah 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 yet there's a reason why there's no season two and it's because like you get the characters you know their mindset and then they don't change at all like i think one person has a change of opinion of another person because a dude looks like a nerd, but ends up saving her. So she's like, okay, maybe you're not so bad after all. And then other than that, you just learn, like, each episode, you kind of learn, like, a backstory of another character. And then it's like, okay, so now that we have these, like, five people, what's going to happen? And it's just them trying to find a safe place. Like, every other zombie show. There's, like, nothing breaking new in this anime. Yeah, I've never seen this anime, so I can't really um, argue for or against it. But that seems to be a big thing with a lot of popular anime is sometimes there's just like heavy fan service. And sometimes you just want to watch some zombies get killed or something like you don't need all the, the fan service, but it's a formula that works for some people. So it doesn't really change, unfortunately. Yeah, like I said, it's. I don't think it's a bad anime. I just don't think it is as good as people say. Like, if you like the zombie flicks, I guarantee you, you will like this. Like, it's your. It has gore. It has blood. 
has fan service. Like, if you're zombie, it's, like, right up your alley. But, like, for instance, I don't know, you probably don't know this anime, but there's another anime that deals with zombies or zombie-like people. It's called Cabernary, the Iron Train or something like that. And it's basically, the world is inhabited by these zombie-like creatures, and everyone lives on trains going to and from different stations, which are, like, walled up and everything. It brings a new premise to, like, the zombie genre. Like, oh, they're actually on trains now. They're, like, they have this new, like, idea of how to keep people safe. So it's not just finding a safe place. They have safe places. Now it's like, oh, what happens when a train is attacked or what happens when a city gets overrun? And then there's like political aspects and like this whole experiment, science, human experimentation subplot that's going on. Like there's more to it than just the zombies where high school, the dead is just zombies and high schoolers like running away from zombies. That's it. Hmm. For my next one, it's uh, going to be Tokyo Ghoul. And I know we had an episode on Tokyo Ghoul. And I will preface this with I enjoyed it. But at the same time, this show annoyed me. Um, so uh, one thing one thing I will say that I it had a fantastic opening song. Like the intro song, I thought clap. Yes. That was a good song. <laughs> I think most people agree on that portion. Well, the first thing about this show is that it, I felt it started off fine. Things made sense. Things were going at a decent pace. Uh, there weren't too many plot points that were confusing. But when season two hits, or leading up to season two, they start throwing a lot of information at you. And there's a lot of information for a 12-episode season. And at some point, interest is lost, at least for me. And there was a point where I didn't truly know what was going on with certain characters and their plot points. It started getting turning into this jumbled mess of chaos. My only thought when watching it was something just fell off and it would probably make sense if I read the source material and I feel as if you ever think that in an anime, you typically, they are typically doing a bad job portraying it to the viewers. I think if you're creating an anime and at some point people need to study up from source material to know what's going on. That is just, it's kind of like poor direction with it. I, that's just me personally, unless it's like a plot point that will be later revealed. But even after finishing season two, I just felt like there was so much that I could have been explained a little thoroughly or things that could have just been done differently to make sense. And man, season two just, it went off the fucking rails and they did their own thing. So they actually ignored the source material and just started creating chaos and confusing plot points. And it was just really chaotic. And the icing on the cake for me was when we got into Tokyo Ghoul Re. 
where they went back to the source material, ignored a bunch of key points from the previous seasons, and made the choice to follow the source material without any warning or additional information. And that even included bringing characters back from the dead and adding backstory to them that never actually happened. I just feel like the show went off the rails and I didn't know, I don't know why so many people give it such high praise when it was actually kind of like a train wreck of a show. That's just me personally. I will admit, when Tokyo Re came out, I was confused as fuck. I was too. Because I saw the first two seasons, and then Tokyo Re came out, and I'm just like, wait, what? Isn't, what? Like, what what are you guys doing? That's not at all what you did in the second season. I'm like... Like, I don't want to say any spoilers, but like, when a certain character was brought back from the dead... And then they were, he was explaining something about his appearance. And I'm just like, hold on. One, how are you alive? We're just going to ignore that. We're, we're not going to talk about that. And then he was talking about things that never happened. I'm like, I don't know what any of this means. What are you, what are you talking about? So that, that was frustrating. <coughs> the funny thing is, for me, obviously, I've, if I read the manga before and it becomes an anime, obviously I have no problems going back to like the manga just to see like what differences they had or what they decided to skip because obviously the manga can go in much more detail than the anime. But once I start an anime like Naruto, One Piece, etc., once I'm so far in, I won't read the manga because I'm looking forward to the anime. And I know that the anime can be slightly different, so I'm like... I want to see how this goes. I want to see how they portrayed this. I don't want to know any spoilers. But when Tokyo Re came out, that was the probably the first time that I watched an anime and then actually went to the manga for answers. <laughs> because I was so lost during the first few episodes that I'm like, wait, does this actually happen? Or is this, like, is Tokyo Re just some standalone thing that they're doing because i'm like they're referencing stuff from the original tokyo ghoul and stuff but i'm like but that counteracts some things that happened in the second season so i actually had to go back into the manga for answers and i'm just like okay so stuff that happened in the second season technically never happened in the manga but now because it's on anime they're just like yeah pretend that never happened and this is that the actual season two but season one and two are kind of just like season one. And I'm just like, yep, that still doesn't make sense. Yeah, I had to, I went to the internet for it. I'm like, what is going on here? And everyone was explaining. I'm just like, this is stupid. Like, I'm angry now. <sighs> At least with like Full Metal Alchemist, they decide to remake the entire anime. Right. And, but this one, they're just kind of like, yeah. We don't feel like redoing it. We'll just we'll just put in some backstory and we'll be fine. Yeah, it was God, I just can't get over this one. It was just too much of a train wreck. There was so much they could have done. I, I really actually cool. enjoyed despite all the chaos that happened. Um I really enjoyed how season 2 ended um with certain character dying and the big fight. I was enjoying them like, yeah. okay, this is kind of cool. And then it's just like, oh my god, I don't know what they're doing anymore. 
That's... I don't know. I was so like how Tokyo Ghoul's second season ended. I was so hyped for the third season, and then it's just like, oh, what is this? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm lost. Like I'm glad I found answers to like some things, but it's just like, um, yeah, okay. So that happened, yeah. I guess. There's like so many things that they just kind of like answered, and the way they answered it was either like through a flashback, like a two minute flashback, or they like solved it within like a couple minutes, and you're just kind of like, um, or they just ignored it. Yeah, and it's just like okay, so what? <laughs> yeah, that's just like that. That's like the main thing for me is Tokyo Re. It's just like what because if you like saw the first two seasons and this came out and you're just like oh okay and then you you go to the manga for answers and you're like oh it makes sense now but you didn't show any of this yeah it'll it'll forever forever be a mystery to me (laughs) (laughs) so i do have one honorable mention that i want to talk about it made it sort of to my list and this is no I just want to honorably mention it because this is just an extremely petty reason of why I don't like this show. Like, extremely. Right, if, if it's a petty reason, I I I'll okay. Extremely petty. So, my my honorable mention is Mob Psycho. Uh, sorry, Mob Psycho One Hundred. And I don't like this anime based off of just the animation. That I saw within the first 10 minutes of the first episode. The first three minutes. Fantastic. There's this whole. Sequence that hooked me. This fight scene or something. It was just this beautifully animated. Colorful exciting action scene of. Something was. I don't even fully understand what was going on. But something was happening. Things were dying and being killed. And it was just this beautiful mess of animation. Gorgeous. A lot of effort went into it, and I could tell, and I really wanted to see more of it because I remember saying when the show, when I watched this first three minutes, I'm like, holy shit, if all the fight scenes are like this, I'm going to love this show. I'm absolutely hooked. And then the fight scene ended, and it went to the main characters of the show, or just a main character, and the animation was awful like it i think it was awful it was very satirically drawn and i'm pretty sure that was the point because it's made from the same person who made one punch man which is started out as a satirical piece of um media so he i'm pretty sure it's all supposed to be satirical it's supposed to look as goofy as it does but the characters like the side characters that were involved in the show that the guy was talking to were just disgustingly drawn it reminded me of like an adult swim show that airs at four in the morning that no one watches but for some reason they always air it and it's just awful looking show i just didn't like it and it's really unfortunate because i was really into the fight scene i thought it hooked me but apparently there was a stronger driving factor and that was anything after the fight scene (laughs) and i've heard such great things about this show and I really wanted to give it a chance, but I just couldn't. And I was so disappointed with myself. Yeah, I, I've also heard great things about the show, but it's the same thing. Like, I've seen 
like clips of it and everything, and I'm just like, the art style just doesn't like hook me. Like, yeah, the fight scenes that people show are amazing, but for me, it's like I, if I just want to watch the fight scenes, I can let me go to YouTube and be like, Bob Cycle fight scenes, and probably watch like 30 minutes a 30 minute video that shows all the fight scenes in the whole season. I'll be like, all right, cool. I got my fill now. Yep. And it's not even like the main character that is drawn gross. Cause the two main guys, they seem pretty decently drawn. They kind of are drawn in the same way that Saitama is in one punch man, but it's everybody else that I saw that are just drawn so gross that I couldn't do. So that's my petty reason why I think Mob Psycho is overrated. <laughs> there was... What was it? So if I... Shall I offend a lot of people? Do it. Neon Genesis is overrated. And I haven't seen the entirety of the show. Uh, I think it's ne- Neo Genesis... It's the girl, the main girl with the red tracks, the red like track suit. Um, I don't know if you know anything about this anime. Um, I think I watched but, uh, a little bit of it on Adult Swim or Toonami a long, long time ago. Yeah, exactly. It's a it's an old anime that gets extreme amount of hype, and everyone I'm pretty sure is just like nostalgia reasons because. It's all about some kid, it's a mecha anime, and it's about, like, some kid that doesn't want to pilot it or something like that, and this girl is trying, it's just constantly trying to get this guy to come in. It's kind of like the whole, everyone thinks Naruto's like, Sasuke, like, going after Sasuke, which is a good portion of it, don't get me (laughs) wrong, but, like, the whole premise behind this is to get this guy in this mecha to pilot the mecha, and... The I'll admit the drawing style isn't as bad as a lot of old other older animes, but for like what it is, I'm like there's no way it's as good as people say it is. Like people give this thing so much praise, and it's like they're like, oh my god, you haven't seen this anime? The whatever one I just called. Like, how can you call yourself an anime fan if you've never seen this anime? Because it's not that good. Like, holy shit. I've never seen another fan base this, like, dedicated to, or, I mean, not as a, but, like, so hostile to people who don't like it. And I'm just like, okay, that's also another turnoff for me. I'm like, at least, like, Naruto, even the fan base would be like, yeah, filler episodes, haha. <laughs> You're. You're experiencing your first filler episode. Wait till you get to episode 362. Oh my god, that filler episode. Like, they make fun of it with you. But this is just... They'll just be like, Oh my god, this is like a classic anime. And if you don't like it, you don't know anime. And I'm just like, okay. I'm going away now. Bye. Yeah, I haven't actually met many people that have seen this or that are dedicated about it, so I don't really have an opinion. And I've only seen like two or three episodes a long time ago, so I don't really know anything about it. So I can't say if it is overrated or not, but based off the fact that I've never seen it, um, I would say it's overrated. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's mostly like online stuff because I was like, do people really think this is overrated? Because I didn't think like I knew some people that when a lot of like the people who went in anime since they were like young because I didn't get into anime until I was in college. But like a lot of people who got into anime when they were like very young, this is one of the main ones people like listen to, and I was like, I would look up stuff, and it's mostly the comments and stuff that are about it, because like the I guess the new gen anime people are just like I don't understand what's so great, and then it's the whole them like they attack them, and I'm just like okay, I'm staying away from that. And I just didn't think it was that good. If I'm going to watch a mecha anime, I'm going to watch Gurren Lagann. Yeah, and um, so I think that kind of wraps up this episode for us. Unless you have anything else you want to add. No, I think I got my last bit out. Alright. So I think the question of the day should be, what anime do you guys think is overrated? And or make it what mean. anime do you think we said that you don't think it's overrated and why? Yes. And make it mean if you have some that are overrated. I want to hear your your meanest assessments of popular <laughs> anime. Or why we're wrong. Please tell me. I, I, I'm curious if you think one of ours is wrong. Like I said, I stayed away from Neon Genesis or whatever it mm-hmm. was because of the people were being mean but i would love to hear you guys tell me why i'm wrong and i'll be like nope i agree (laughs) like if you can convince me to watch mob psycho 100 past the first 10 minutes i want to hear it (laughs) so let's end it with i only have one fact for us today because it's um there wasn't a whole lot to go off of for this episode but this one relates so according to crunchyroll Jujutsu Kaisen was the most popular anime of 2020 in the United States, whereas in Japan, Onyx Equinox was the most popular for 2020. So I thought that was interesting. I actually recently watched Jujutsu Kaisen, so I kind of added to the uh, the statistic there. So, yeah, that's everything for us today, though. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Wavespawn, and Email us your answers to your questions. And if you have any recommendations, comments, or concerns, feel free to email us at weebspawn at gmail.com. And that will be all from us today. I've been your host, Bobby. And I'm Joshua. And we'll see you guys next time when we weed spawn. <laughs>